so hi <laughs> welcome to the noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with i'm jad i'm james and we're keeping touch uh we're gonna ask them some questions today i'm gonna start uh so what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean cool so uh we've known each other for a long time we've been best friends since grade four so like when we were about like nine years old and in middle school we started playing music together i started playing guitar and uh i've always wanted to play guitar like ever since i was a toddler pretty much i don't know no one in my family plays music but for some reason i just always obsessed with music if there's a piano in the room i'd always just go sit and buy it if there's a guitar i'd always just like obsessed by it for some reason guitar just like was my favorite so i started playing that started pushing james to like yeah yeah i'm like you should learn how to play bass and he like very shortly after got a bass yeah and uh and it, it wasn't something that came very naturally for me at first and it wasn't even something that i was incredibly passionate about it was sort of like oh this is fun i get to hang out with my best friend but Mm -hmm. then um over time it took over my life and it was just like oh this is the best way i can express myself artistically and in general Mm -hmm. yeah so it was nice and then so we started playing like in high school doing talent shows and stuff like that and we actually went to the same like elementary school high school and university together so like once we started going to university we met a few other people and started playing in like different bands around just locally around our uh, province in a few like different cities we played in a few different bands before we never sang before this we just played like instruments and wrote music mm-hmm. and after like having a few bands just fall through from like just like people's schedules not aligning people not having the same ambition and whatnot we and the end of 2019 we kind of like looked at each other and said why don't we just try to do this ourselves Mm -hmm. so we started taking vocal lessons end of 2019 we've been writing songs for a while before so that we kind of like had a few songs kind of uh ready but we didn't really know how to sing so we started like taking lessons and finally when we thought we were at a point like it was early 2020 we started recording some of the songs with our producer uh sangjan he's like he's known us for a long time he's helped record our old bands before and he kind of helped us like take this whole idea from the ground up and like kind of build a sound and he, he's like a really good singer as well so he helped push us vocally and like make sure we we knew what we were doing and then once he said like once he started to be like a little confident with it and thinking like we had something good I kind of like started feeling a little better about it and we recorded a bunch of songs early 2020 we were recording like pretty much a song we had like a every song being week. done every single week, every Ow. single two weeks. Like we were just cranking them out those first like eight weeks of God. the year. And then the pandemic hit and we had to stop everything. Yeah. And that's kind of when we were like deciding when we should launch this. Do we wait till the pandemic's over? I mean, if we would have, we still would have not launched at this point. So yeah. around <laughs> August, we said like we had those eight songs. And like, even though they weren't necessarily the songs we wanted to put out first, because we were just kind of recording in no particular order Mm -hmm. we looked at them and we're like i think there's enough variety here that we could just like launch with these songs and see see kind of how they do yeah Yeah. so yeah that's when uh that's when we decided and as for the band name we kind of came up with it around that time as well and there's a few different reasons behind it but the main thing is just like kind of relating back to what i was saying how we knew we've known each other for years and years now Mm -hmm. and music has been like a big thing and keeping us in touch all those years so that kind of comes from that Mm -hmm. because we've had other friends that you know we still talk to them but we don't see them as much like the main reason i've seen james all these years other than you know absolutely loving him no i'm joking (laughs) i hate this guy i can't stand him but uh yeah 
other than like you know just being friends like i feel like music kind of kept us in each other's lives and helped us keep in touch and from there us too it's um we've we've noticed i think just being in the scene we've seen how some bands interacted with their with their fans and it was very there was a lot of distance and that wasn't really the approach we wanted to take we wanted to be more engaged and to show our gratitude to the people who would be you know willing to give us a shot and willing to listen to us so keep in touch is is very much like keeping in touch with each other but also keeping in touch with the people who listen to our music mm-hmm. yeah and just like and also encouraging other people to keep in touch with each other as well because mm-hmm. like one thing i definitely started noticing the older you get and become an adult is like finding good friends is hard <laughs> like especially the older you get because when you're in school like there's a bunch of people there and you're all there every day so like you'll make friends with a certain person one week and then like a month later you're friends with someone else and like friend groups kind of like switch around it's mm-hmm. very rare to find like someone you stay with for a long time and like that kind of made me realize like what I had with James and actually a lot of my friends, like a lot of my friendships do stem from childhood. I didn't really make a lot of friends later in life, mm-hmm. but I've like, I've seen other people in my life who have had a lot of trouble making friends later in life because like either going like, it's just hard when you're an adult to make new friends and like the older you get, it's just difficult. So I think part of it is like that friendship and connection gets overlooked in a lot of aspects in our like everyday world. Like sometimes people think people are their friends, but they're really just acquaintances and like, if it came to it, like, do those people really, really care about you? Yeah. A lot of times the answer is no. So I think like that caring about people is like a very, like, I don't want to say underrated because it's like, I think people understand how good it is, but it's kind of overlooked sometimes. So we kind of just want to push that message of actually being there for each other and caring for other people is like pretty much what society needs. So yeah, that's yeah. the whole, the whole <laughs> spiel about, about the name, but yeah all right wow okay that was that's cool we even had someone go that in depth for that question in like a hot minute yeah it was was refreshing i like talking about it so i also drank a bunch of coffee before this (laughs) i'm like i'm like going yeah i'm Mm -hmm. good to go so uh congratulations on your uh newest release doubt myself how do you felt the response to it so far it's a banger my god thank you yeah thank you uh, it's been it's been great. I mean, this was um, Jad. This was the first song we technically recorded, right? Yeah, that was like the very first one we uh, we started on. So it's yeah, nice to, and, to put it out. Yeah, and it, it's I think for for me especially with this song, it was a very personal song to write about. So I'm I'm glad that there has been a good reception that we've been able to get on a few playlists and things like that. It's it feels I think for as most artists feel uh, very uneasy about their art. So it's mm-hmm. nice to have like these brief moments of validation, like, okay, maybe I don't suck as much as I keep telling myself after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Every um, time. Yeah. <laughs> so I want each of you to pick your favorite lyric and uh, tell us the meaning behind it. Ooh. For this Ooh. song in specific or just? Mm-hmm. Yes. This song, mm-hmm. yeah. Let me pull up the lyrics. I need to look at them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's one of those things where like you write something and you record. Like like I said, we recorded this like early 2020. So yeah. And you haven't gotten a chance to perform it live. No, yeah. not so, at all. Yeah, like we jam it sometimes just for fun, but we haven't really done anything like performance wise. All right. So let me. I think for for me, it's um 
the the favorite my favorite lyric from it is um your vision cut from every magazine mm-hmm. um where i don't know i'm a very uh i'm very big on visuals and when i hear that in other other people's lyrics it always like it gets my attention right away um and so it was one of those moments where i was like oh yeah 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 that's a cool line i like that mm-hmm. yeah Solid. yeah i think for me it's it's definitely the whole pre-chorus like it includes that line like the vision yeah. cut from every magazine but i think it's more so like the uncertainty of like sometimes like you think you know somebody and you've been with them for a long time and it's crazy how like one event could just change your entire relationship with that person and it kind of makes you question like like was I clueless all along like was this person always this way and I just didn't see it or was or did something happen that caused them to like turn into this new person so I think like that whole the whole pre-chorus slash bridge I think like that sentiment is just like what I think about often of just like whether or not like just people's intentions in general and like were you always a like evil or did something happen that caused you to be evil you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah that's fair those are sick uh so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this song so I (laughs) so I I started writing this song a while back and uh at the time I was going through a rough patch with my girlfriend at the time and I started writing the song as kind of like, um, you know, I think there's hope here. I think mm. we're going to get through this. So like a lot of the lyrics before were very much like things are bad now, but we'll pull ourselves together and we'll get through this. Uh, and then we broke up. So that, you know, didn't pan out uh, the way I thought. So yeah. uh, I scrapped about like half of the song. Uh, I took the the more moody parts of it um, and started changing what the song was about to be about that uncertainty of not really knowing where you stand with the other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I showed it to Jad. He made it good. Uh, and then <laughs> we recorded it with, uh, with our incredible producer, SJ, after that. Um, and that was it. That was about any, missing anything, Jad? No, I think that's mostly it. A lot of the songs that we have out right now, I think uh, the way we were working on them is we either... It's usually like one of us brought a song that was almost completely done and then we kind of like edited it together and went from there. So a lot of those songs that are already out kind of like either stem from one of us and then like the two of us completed it or one of us just completely did the whole thing. (laughs) But yeah, so it's been a lot, a little different though with the newer songs we've been working on. It's been a more like of a, you start them together as opposed to starting them separate. And I'm kind of liking that process a bit more than previously and I like I think the songs are almost like I I like the newer songs a bit better because like every line we went through together and every decision Mm -hmm. was made like very very actively whereas like before if he showed me like a song and the verses were like I was fine with them I didn't really like I wasn't too nitpicky about it I was like yeah that sounds fine like let's just go with it whereas like Mm -hmm. now we're definitely a lot more like strict with every single line that we (laughs) we put into a song yeah and I think it's a it's a lot easier to be um like critical and to strive to have a better song when you are in the same room together writing it Mm because I feel sometimes it's you know if someone writes something uh separately and brings it in you're not sure what the significance is of it always Mm -hmm. or how closely they're attached to those lyrics 
And, you know, even for that person, if you're sitting on lyrics for a few weeks and then all of a sudden someone wants to change them right away, it can be, it can be a bit disheartening. So yeah. having us be like all in a hundred percent right from the get-go, yeah. uh, I feel has made us better songwriters and it's made us care more about writing as good a song as we can. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. You stole my follow-up question. I was going to yeah, ask. Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to be glory to it because I always do. Uh, so, oh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, your headspace for this song? Yeah, I think a lot of it is just like the theme of doubt seems to be kind of constant with all the, these couple songs that like we've we've released so far. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is like the relationship aspect of like that James was mentioning, just like not being sure what the other person's intentions were and whatnot. But also I think part of it is just us doubting ourselves about this whole thing. Like we never sang before. We never really, you know, like we played music and we were in bands, but it, it was never like our face <laughs> at the front mm-hmm. of everything. We were just like, yeah. we just played the instruments kind of thing. So I think a lot of that is like, I don't know if it was intentional, but I feel like those themes of like doubting mm. and being unsure kind of just like seeped into the songs without us even really, really, realizing it was happening yeah so i think that's definitely, definitely like yeah yeah it's one of those things like in hindsight it's like wow we probably should have gone to therapy for a lot of this but at least we have these songs out of it <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah 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 so yeah i think that's that's definitely like the the i think that's the headspace we're in for a lot of these songs it's just like being a little uncertain but kind of going for it anyway yeah 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 leap yeah. of faith exactly yeah mm-hmm. Uh, so while listening through the song, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you? Ooh. Do you have something? <laughs> I'm trying to think for it. It depends because some there, there are definitely some songs we've written where there was like a very, I, one of us had heard like a song and it's like, oh, I want to write like a fast song like that. Or mm-hmm. I really like that chord progression or something like that. Let's take that and make it, make something our own um i don't know if if doubt myself really had um much of a like some other song and i was like oh that's the inspiration for this song or that's what -hmm. we're gonna do i think especially for a lot of these songs that uh we've put out so far um a lot of it is just us having fun and experimenting and just mm-hmm. seeing how far we can push things musically. So um, there, I, I don't know if there's like an overarching like influence on all of the songs either, because yeah. a lot of them are quite different from each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think songwriting wise, like that is usually like it's true for this song. But I know like production wise, when I was thinking of ideas, there's definitely a few artists I was thinking of. So like the verses of that song has like has kind of an acoustic guitar to it with some electronic drums. And for that, I was like, kind of had like the Backstreet Boys, like early nine, like late nineties pop in mind for mm-hmm. that kind of sound. Uh, so that, yeah, that was like definitely for sure an inspiration. But I was listening to a lot of Alec Benjamin too. And I like how he uses uh, acoustic guitar with like electronic elements. So like yeah. production wise, that was definitely like where my headspace was at for that part. Mm-hmm. The pre-chorus is kind of like, references starboy by the weekend i don't know Banger. like you could hear the drums yeah so the drums are like kind of based on like the yeah we changed mm-hmm. it up a little bit but that's kind of the vibe like I, I really wanted in mind and then the chorus is definitely a little more 
Uh, vocally and stuff, I feel like it's kind of Ed Sheeran slash Love inspired. It's kind of like yeah. the more chill, like song singer songwriter. But the beat of it is, I feel like, is a little more like EDM inspired, kind of like chain smokerish, kind of like Fletcher as well. A lot of her songs kind of have like have a guitar like that with like uh, electronic stuff. So that's like production wise, kind of what like those are the people I, ref- I was referencing and thinking about yeah. when I was telling our producer like what I had in mind, and then he took it in made it his own from uh, from there yeah but songwriting wise i don't think there was really a specific uh influence behind yeah. it yeah okay. oh my god those were a lot of like really good influences and it made a very good song it wasn't like clunky or like this is a little weird but it like flowed together really well i'm glad to hear that a lot of our songs like there's always a reason behind the stuff we put in there and mm-hmm. i don't always like uh like we don't people don't often ask about it first of all mm-hmm. but also we, I, we don't really tell that many people about it so it's nice to like actually talk about it but yeah i think a lot of times people assume like oh it's just like a random beat you made but mm-hmm. there's actually a lot more thought that goes into it beyond yeah. that i mean at least on our part i know sometimes people just download like a sick beat online and they flow on it and their voice is amazing and they sound mm-hmm. incredible and it's great but for us like it's something i production wise songwriting wise i like obsess over it personally like i know james does as well and we think about it a lot and yeah mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of thought behind it definitely um, so i'm actually glad you brought up like experimental because i wanted to ask about the song that's on your spotify called this is not a song and the idea <laughs> behind that yeah there's a, there's a... <laughs> is there any sort Honestly, of story uh, there, well there i think it was two parts one one is uh there, there's kind of like a, a a funny thing but also a marketing thing so for spotify you can't submit your first song for playlisting or things like that and so like we wanted to start off with a strong song because we figured you know if we start off with something that's like eh, you know middle of the road that's not gonna grab people's attention so mm-hmm. uh we we thought like hey what if we just like release like a like a dumb like 30 second interaction yeah just like a snippet we weren't really (laughs) sure what it was going to be like at first we were thinking (laughs) a few different ideas Mm -hmm. and yeah it was mostly for that like to be able to pitch whatever our first actual single was Mm -hmm. and also to be able to have like our artist profile up so we could like organize it and make it look pretty so that Mm -hmm. by the time we launched our first single people actually could go and there's like a bio there and there's a picture and like everything's ready and good to go kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah but we weren't really sure like what we were gonna do for that first track and then yeah one day we just like this was like still like pretty early in the pandemic i just drove over to james's house and we sat outside with like microphones in front of his house and we just like talked for i hadn't seen him at that point for like two three months i think and then yeah we just kind of talked for an hour ish and that was a part of the snippet of like what we were saying at one point mm-hmm. and kind of ran with it i found like it, it kind of showcases our uh like our friendship dynamic to to a certain extent of you know we're friends but also he just hate each other absolutely despise <laughs> yeah. one another it's like they're you know, the best friend vibes you know exactly <laughs> there's been times before like i remember like we'd be taking the bus to go to like the rehearsal to like our, our old band's rehearsal play spot and we live like kind of near each other so a lot of the times we'd end up on the same train or bus and like i'd be chilling there listening to like a podcast or music and then i see him walk by and like 
usually if it's like a friend that you see walk by you go like hey what's up and you like get their attention like i see him walk by and i'm like oh no like no i'm not ready for this i don't want to talk to this guy right now i already have to spend like i already have to spend like hours with him afterwards so i need a little i need a little space and you know i think it's something we both do like we just acknowledge we were there but like at the same time just pretend we don't see each other so we don't have to (laughs) yeah yeah but i think it's like it's that kind of thing where like you've just been friends with someone for so long that your filter kind of kind of goes away and it's it's almost weird if i'm nice to him it'd be like something yeah. must be wrong if i'm being super nice to him yeah so, there's no need to kiss his ass anymore exactly yeah, yeah. and i feel like yeah. that's when you get to the you know that's how you get real opinions out of people i feel like even when it comes to songwriting if he pitches something i don't like i'm not really gonna beat around the bush and say oh can you actually i'm just gonna say no i don't like that that sucks yeah. so like and yeah i think it just helps streamline a lot of things when you when you've known somebody for that long yeah definitely okay. uh so back to the single we're talking about uh is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while going through the track i think like cry dancing is like the best the best thing. <laughs> yeah cry like, dancing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, like, like feeling singing. all the feels yeah. but also going like you know what who cares fuck it mm-hmm. like yeah yeah taking you know singing along in the shower kind of like jamming along but then it hits you and you start crying that's (laughs) that's the vibe yeah Yeah. okay but then hopefully like it's upbeat enough that you stop crying and start dancing again right after we don't want to leave it on like like, a sad note you know it's yeah like like an endless cycle of crying and dancing exactly tears will be shed (laughs) (laughs) guaranteed (laughs) Uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years and you already mentioned you have like a bunch of songs just kind of in the vault right now what's going on with those is that an album an ep or just like a collection of songs uh so what we were thinking of doing is sometime in the spring we kind of want to put out an ep ep slash just like collection of all the songs that we've already released plus a Mm -hmm. few new ones that that haven't been released yet Mm -hmm. and just kind of wanted to make that as like just a place where you could find all our music just because we've been dropping singles on a monthly basis and they're kind of all over yeah uh but for like after that we actually like since the pandemic started we haven't had the chance to go back and record a lot so i think we had like we were able to do like one or two sessions in the summer when our city like opened up briefly and then it went right back down to close like a few weeks after so we didn't record much so we have a lot of songs written but we don't have a lot of songs recorded and so yeah right now it's like the focus is that ep we've been working on a few other things if james wants to wants to talk about those but after that it's who knows where the world's going at this point (laughs) yeah Yeah. no for real uh we we also do have a music video uh that we've been working on uh that we should have out in the next few months few months Mm -hmm. uh which i'm very excited about we've um been working with a really great friend of ours uh ziad who's been kind of the creative uh artistic mastermind behind uh our image and uh keeping us on track keeping us focused uh, does all our artwork and everything mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah uh incredible guy uh he's helping uh direct organize uh get the music video on off the ground uh and been a super huge pleasure working with him we've got the collection coming up and we have a few songs recorded and we're gonna try and see what we can do about getting a few more but mm-hmm. 
a lot of it is dependent on how safely we can do things yeah, yeah. that's fair like since since the pandemic started i actually like bought a lot of gear so that we could work like kind of have like a studio set up here but mm-hmm. at the same time like i just i love working with our producer he's so like good at what he does that i don't feel comfortable <laughs> like recording <laughs> a final song here like we're down to do demos and like try a few different ideas and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and like produce a few things here and there but i like i prefer having him in the room just to get his input on stuff and yeah, yeah. and working virtually like zoom is great and all but it's just not the same as <laughs> like, yeah. yeah like especially for songs man like a lot of times when you're like writing a song you'll be halfway through a line and somebody jumps in with another idea that's better and like mm-hmm. over zoom it just doesn't work like that it's like the other person can't even hear you trying to interject to be <laughs> yeah, like exactly. yeah yeah and then you lag halfway through and it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so what about a what about a five-year plan huh mm-hmm. oh my god right five-year Dude. plan that stresses me out to think about <laughs> roger center <Sorry>. that's... <laughs> oh yeah roger uh, center that's the roger stadium center. in our city yeah right oh. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know honestly hopefully i like just continue to write and release songs like i definitely enjoy songwriting a lot that's like my one of my main just passions in life in general it's mm-hmm. one of those things i feel like i would do like regardless of what else i'm doing in life i just really enjoy songwriting and songs so hopefully we can keep doing that hopefully we can keep releasing music to wonderful listeners who are willing to listen and (laughs) and keep up with us everybody's been super nice and supportive lately so like absolutely want to keep releasing music and hoping they all enjoy it because before we were kind of making these songs and we weren't really thinking of like who's listening but now it's like oh people are listening and I feel like they're just as much as part of this as we are. So we kind of have to, we need to step up our game to make sure our songs are always, always like worthy enough of those people's attention and time. And definitely don't want to phone anything in and put anything out because they just deserve better than that. So yeah, yeah, I think just focusing on songwriting a lot and hopefully like playing shows, if that's ever a thing, <laughs> touring would be nice. Like we haven't performed as Keep in Touch before we haven't sang live before like i, oh I used God. to do like backup vocals in our old bands but like we haven't actually been the person on stage singing so mm-hmm. doing some of that would i think would be nice and just be a cool experience i don't know Definitely. if there's anything else james wants to do within the next five years but for me it's just like make music play shows yeah. and be yeah. a band again We're, yeah mm-hmm. collaborate <laughs> with as many people as we can um, Definitely. yeah yeah all right I, um, I miss so, the old days. Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Mm. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Oh, my boom, God. Boom. Dude, I'm the most indecisive person in the world. Like, I hate when- <laughs> <laughs> like, It's so hard making choices. James, you go first. I'll, I'll think about this. Uh, there, I would get a... Weber's hamburger, mm-hmm. fries, and vanilla Coke. So true on that vanilla Coke. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, right? I so I feel there's a lot of hate towards it, but love it. And yeah. uh, Weber's, there's a there's a a Weber's up north when you're going on the highway up to Huntsville. That is like the best burger I've ever eaten in my life, mm-hmm. and it just like it just reminds me of childhood. It's yeah. just childhood between two buns. So that's my ideal last meal. 
But hmm. hopefully, I don't do anything bad enough to get there. So yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what would I pick? See, I'm I'm wondering if I should like make a statement with my last meal, or just like just make something that I actually just would Ooh, would enjoy yeah. eating. You know what I mean? A That's kind single of the... pea. Yeah, like you know what I mean—a slice of bread. No, but oh if I had to pick something, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd probably say like just like the best shawarma they could find. I really like shawarma. <laughs> like that's, mm-hmm. being like Middle Eastern, I, I like that's like the fast food you get like as a kid and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I'd like I'm very picky about that. So it'd have to be like really, really good. I'd have to like watch the chef and instruct them on how to do it or something. But, yeah, yeah. Or just get like the best one I've ever had. Like I got to track it down. But yeah, I'd probably say that. And for a drink, I'm not mm-hmm. really a drink person. Like when I go to restaurants, I just get water. I'm like that that person. But that's fair. Yeah. I guess like a strawberry milkshake. I'll 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 take that. That's oh. yeah. All right. I respect that. All right. Yeah. So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? honestly this is gonna sound stupid but like just back to the strawberry milkshake thing Mm -hmm. i don't know if you watched teletubbies i did they drink that like oh yeah strawberry milkshake whatever that is that goo i always wanted to know what that tastes like because yeah i just assumed it was like the best strawberry milkshake ever so i'll say teletubbies just so i can try the snacks yeah, or the pancakes. Oh my God, yeah. yeah, with like the face on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. good answer. <laughs> That's a good. You know, you know what I would do. You remember Spy Kids three? Yes. Oh yeah. Like exactly. Yes. Like. <laughs> oh, I mean, what? yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it was a terrible movie, but it's also oh, like yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. It's it a classic. Not age it's well. a classic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. But like, <laughs> but like just that world that they lived in. Like the the digital world, I'd be I'd be down for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the digital. Oh, yeah. That's a really good answer. That's a good answer. All right. All right. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? <laughs> Mine is black. I know it's not a color, but. Almost all my clothes are black. Yeah. That's if funny. I had to pick like a colored color, I like I like purple. Like just purple stage lights and stuff, I think are really cool. So I like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But in terms of like color, color, the, like if I could pick a non-color, I'd say black. Okay. It's all yeah. good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh anything pastels. Like pastel so pink, true. yellow, blues. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. Pastel right. is amazing. Brings me so much joy and peace. Yeah. Uh, so as I said, that is all the questions you have to say. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh, honestly, uh, just go follow us on social media. Yeah. Uh, at Keep in Touch XO. Um, stream our latest song. Keep we've up to drop- date. Yeah. Yeah, we've been releasing songs monthly since August, so we definitely have a few songs up there. If uh, you have a minute, if you know, to spare, please just give us a listen. That's all really we could ask for. Oh, yeah. yeah and reach out and talk to us we love talking yeah to definitely people. feel free to always hit us up we we like reply to everybody and always make sure to make sure everybody knows that they're heard and that we're we're, we're listening to what they say so yeah oh that's great that's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, well thank you for now this guy's been keep in touch and uh we're the good noise podcast <laughs>